deep in London's beating heart lies a wall I like do it be if you know the call for if the wall steps aside be not afraid of what you see cause the wizard world is opened up as has the Griffin's dream hello welcome to the Shriekcast. this is a podcast for last Harry Potter fans by last Harry Potter fans um I'm ZC and I'm Liz and Liz, uh, we finished a book. Yeah, we sure did. I've, I've said that before, uh, but now we have officially gotten to the point we are starting a new one, um, which is exciting. Um, we're starting the Chamber of Secrets today. This is our first episode of, uh, of the second book. But before we get to that, um, there's been a surprising amount of Harry Potter news in 2018. Uh, would you like to start us off? talking about a little bit of mystery i would um you know after our last episode where we played played some harry potter games i just couldn't get enough so i was very Mm -hmm. excited to see that a mobile game has been released a hogwarts mystery um and it is better than i expected i would say it's cute yeah it's fine it's a uh, running theme with Harry Potter side media. It's capital F fine. <laughs> I I've played it a little bit. It came out uh, you know as of us recording this yesterday, um, and it is. And I I don't uh, play a lot of mobile games, um, so I feel like there's like some level of like mobile game literacy that I don't have. Um, in that like when I because I think it's pretty standard like I think it's a pretty standard model of like point and click energy expending and the energy and your like progress is gated behind like a time period Uh and then you have you can you can spend real money to kind of speed up your your progress Um, and the game part is just sort of tapping stuff to move forward it's not there's not really like gameplay quote unquote you're not like moving around and you're not casting flipendo on snails <laughs> no um all of the because the, there are some like dialogue choices but they all seem to be pretty superficial but it mostly seems like a vehicle to tell a story which is the hogwarts mystery um i've played it for i i guess like 24 hours now and you know it starts you off and you can play for like a fair fair bit of time and pretty frequently and and go through the quests pretty quickly um but it has kind of come to a screeching halt for me Uh i don't know again this is probably like a mobile game literacy kind of thing because i just don't i just don't know if that's going to keep ramping up it looks like there are you play through seven years you know you go through you make your character um and it's a, a story that, that brings you through all seven years of Hogwarts. So I don't know if this is like a thing that's going to, like the time is just going to exponentially increase as you go. Or if I've hit kind of the upper, like this is just kind of how it's going to be for the rest of the the time. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I I don't know much about mobile games. So like, I, I don't even... I still don't know what like the currency means. It kind of just throws you in and it's like, okay, there's like gold coins and there's gems. I assume the gems are like the real money currency. Um, Yeah. Although you can also pay real money for the energy. So I think, so uh, people have been unhappy about this game, like just poking mm -hmm. around and 
I here's the thing. I don't blame them necessarily because they are not wrong. It is a shitty free to play like gated progress energy tapper game and those are bad uh but i am stunned that people didn't see it coming i guess and like curious what a lot of people were expecting because like they when 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 a free phone game is announced i feel like like i i feel like you know what you're getting when that when that comes and like you know i sympathize with people who are like bummed that this this thing is like basically shaking you down for money but that's that's video games yeah it's kind of a uh like i'm not sure how you can really expect a, a very like safe harry potter game to be breaking new ground for mobile game pay structures this is just as far as yeah. i know like very standard um You've been playing it a little bit too. How do you like it aside from pay structure energy kind of stuff? It's a cute visual novel thing for sure. I um like the the game part where you like go to class and you like tap things a few times to spend the energy isn't exactly engaging, but sure. I like the characters it's introducing and I think it's it's just like a nice piece of fan service so far, I guess. Like yeah. For some for yeah. some reason, and like you know, I don't know why this is considering you know the Harry Potter franchise brings in like half the money of the world or whatever. <laughs> but they're like, they're like, hasn't been a good, especially recently, like a good Harry Potter game where you get to like explore Hogwarts and and you know play a game in that world. Like it, it is so surprising to me that that has like not been jumped on. Uh, and this still isn't really that, but it's nice to have something like and it's and it is story driven, which is what a Harry Potter game desperately needs to be. I think there are a lot of very embarrassing Reddit posts of people asking for like Harry Potter Skyrim or like <laughs> Harry Potter GTA or whatever. And I'm just like that. That would be the fucking worst thing in the world. Like, um, uh, I do not want to play Skyrim, but have like have them have to try and make it work in like the very nebulous world of harry potter it, ne it needs a story to ground it and like this this has a very cute simple setup so far like the the thing where you're like the sibling of a like disgraced ex-student is an interesting way to like that like i mean they're giving you the harry potter experience like you you your character is harry potter and all but like Vold voldemort connection like <laughs> you know you get the bookish friend uh everyone is like suspicious of you like you know you're getting the like book two through six experience here but um yeah i don't know like i'm not gonna ever put money into it which means my character will never have glasses which is a bummer uh <laughs> but it's 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 cute for what it is i think yeah i would say i would say if you are someone who likes visual novels and harry potter you should download it and never pay them any money yeah hopefully i'll be able to work through it i don't know if i'm going to get just tired of the energy system before it you know like like i don't know if there's going to be a point where the energy system makes me lose interest like right. more than the story is interesting um i i like i like your friend like i like to see characters i mean she is like you know kind of 
a, a bookish Hermione character, but she has kind of a cute backstory. Like she, she's her like parents are f- like farmers and they farm wand wood, um, which is great. That is such a good normal job <laughs> that like they haven't said any like we we've we've done this before and gone to like the Harry Potter wiki and looked at like what the mentioned jobs are and I'd say a good sixty percent of them are cop. <laughs> yeah, all all tiers of of cop and cop adjacent jobs. Yeah, so it's like nice to see just oh finally here's someone who's like not a fucking oror. <laughs> yeah, so I I think this game the graphics are cute. Um, I love the style. Yeah, I think I think it looks a lot better than I expected. I will I do want to talk a little bit about um uh Harry Potter games as a whole because um I am shocked to find out that it seems like Harry Potter games like have their own lore. It's so good. I love it. And like it made sense when I played all the like sorcerer stone games because they were all made like around the same time and they might have had like different developers but it would make sense that you know some information would be exchanged so they all have i guess the two things that i noticed the most is like flipendo the spell is in Mm -hmm. all the games um and it doesn't really appear in the books I don't think that the word flipendo appears in the books, although I could I, be wrong about that. I could not remember if it did. And I think the closest it comes to ever coming up, as I, I, I look this up, is that I think knockback jinx is mentioned like once in one of the books or something. Okay. Um, and, and obviously, that, I mean, that's so funny because it makes sense for a game that needs you to have just like a generic, like attack spell, right? Um, yeah. It's weird the, that like Expelliarmus doesn't like. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Um, and then the other one is the sloth brain. Um, sloth brain. And so we had this stuff, and like I don't think there's a sloth brain in the books, right? Um, no. And so, like, okay, this game in 2001 had had the sloth brain, and then I'm just like, I'm transported, and I'm like in you know the year 2018 playing this mobile <laughs> game that is made by um, what is a newly formed like developer. And what do I find in the like first like <laughs> hour of playing it, but sloth brain. It's so good. I, the, the, the deep lore of the sloth brain uh, has clearly eluded us until now, but now we are on the fucking lookout. We're going <laughs> to, we are going to document all of the sloth brain usage in these games because it's it's so weird. It's like, yeah, there's the Lependo, there's the sloth brain, or there's the Wiganweld potion. Uh-huh. Uh, there's the, there's like another, like, object to like eat or use or, or drink or whatever. That's like another, uh, oh, pepper up potion or something, which I think is only in the video games and is in a whole bunch of them. I think pepper up potion does appear in the books. So I, I'm... Well, we will I'm, be on the lookout. I'm pretty sure they get like colds or something in the books at some point and go to Madame Pomfrey and get pepperette potion. Um, okay. They do. I will say that um, there's that like weird, I don't know if it is a pentagram, but like a, like a scary symbol that's in the great hall. Oh yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a star and I, it's not a, it's a pentacle, not a pentagram. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
and that was in the PlayStation One game, and is like oftentimes pops up on uh, like I don't know the like you know Satanist like Harry Potter mm-hmm. is is Satanist, and here's the picture from the PlayStation game, and um, uh, that's in Hogwarts Mystery as well. I don't know if it's the same symbol, but there's like a shot of the Great Hall, and there are two like kind of scary like magical looking symbols on either side of like Dumbledore's chair. It's so funny to me because I, I have to wonder, like, are these is this just because the game studios all played the previous games for inspiration or is this like J.K. Rowling has a special folder somewhere of stuff specifically <laughs> for like like she wrote a specific like these are the video game things. Yeah, I, I wonder. So, I mean, for Hogwarts Mystery, there's they it, they're forming like a new um like games division and then they're called the port key games and this is their first game um but i wonder if they hired anyone like any like previous designers or developers oh sure yeah who worked on those old ones and were like i know i know what we can put in this potion (laughs) yeah so i Uh, really like that there's like a, a kind of like game lore it's so funny i I, I'm looking forward to keeping tabs on like the games as we go through them because like uh, yeah it's just so funny that, that these there's like shared DNA between these completely different studios over the span of like 20 years now uh-huh. um, though speaking of Flipendo and like <laughs> its appearance in f- official things it does appear in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child which mm. which ooh, ah, that's mm. that's does that make cursed child so everyone all the fans hate cursed child which yes I, it, sidebar like it's are we gonna like cursed child i don't think so but is there a chance that we're gonna like it because harry potter fans like normal ones hate it hate it and i don't know so far we've been we're kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum i don't think we're going to like it because i read a synopsis the other day and it sounded fucking bonkers but uh you never know yeah so um this week was a big big week for cursed child since it was the um the new york opening and uh sorry to say it but we didn't make it there yeah we yeah missed my flight Uh, (laughs) um um yeah uh, talk about it (laughs) yeah um so we have we have not seen or read cursed child yet so we are Mm -mm. we are flying blind a little bit here but it was the american opening uh this week jk rowling was there making a lot of very weird tweets about uh being so the best one by far uh is a photo of her holding like this tiny little niffler which i guess is like from one of the lego sets or something for fantastic beasts which is a close-up of this and she's talking she's she says that she's in a meeting in a big important meeting with wb execs but she's uh she's too focused on this cute little niffler and it's it's just wild as like a jk (laughs) rowling character development goes like the first documentary where she's talking about how meetings are are you know or the official meetings were the worst because it's oh it's all these these men trying to impress you uh and and it's like now now she fucking loves it it seems like this is this is her life now yeah um, now she's she's queen of the world so 
um there was that incredible video of her visiting the cast and them all crying while piano music played oh that was great very touching (gasps) yeah very touching not weird at all um yeah i don't know like like this this cursed child is a weird thing because as far as i know everybody hates it it also (laughs) makes 10 jillion dollars a week apparently um so someone's going to see it and it I like it, it it calls into question for me like the stratification of Harry Potter fans almost like mm-hmm. if because I, I I would normally imagine that the people who are posting on like who are still posting on like Harry Potter forums and like subreddits and YouTube and stuff are the are the people who I would expect to be the ones who would shell out you know hundreds of dollars to go see a play you know Mm -hmm. but maybe not and like now i don't know who cursed child is for um so that's kind of interesting i guess i i don't know what what the deal is because it because also like looking at reviews like it has some good ones here and there but it it seems pretty medium uh as far as like broadway critical response goes yeah i don't i i will not pretend to know much about theater um i do i i kind of remember when the the because they released the play as a book um and had like releases for it and i remember a lot of fans being very disappointed um i think on some level it just kind of sucks to read a play a lot of the time like yeah it takes somewhat of like you have to be used to reading plays, which I imagine a lot of people aren't. I know I'm not. Um, but also the story is just bonkers. It, it, the story is bonkers. And like, it's it's a mix of things because stage writing, especially Broadway stuff, is like, it has to be written very, and no pun intended, but broadly, right? Like characters mm-hmm. make very simple bold statements because you know it's it's a play you're you're shouting to a huge audience you know you're not going to get into like subtle dialogue or whatever really so like a part of me is just like maybe it's awkward to read but Mm -hmm. also the events that happen in (laughs) like the story the cursed child tells about the harry potter universe seems like self-destructive at worst and stupid at best i guess is how i would like the the beginning of it at the beginning of the play they send their kids to hogwarts by the end of it they are in a time loop and harry watches his parents die to get closure like uh, it's wild yeah um and like i i guess like spoiler alert for anyone that cares about this at all um but the, the cursed child is voldemort's child right yes who he had with bellatrix off screen in the you know like like (laughs) never mentioned in the books that they were doing it but i guess he and bellatrix had a thing and she was pregnant and gave birth right before the events of the deathly hallows which seems nuts to me yeah i don't think people like that very much i I think i don't like that (laughs) i don't like that at all I'm not I I will confess that I have kind of like a weird sick satisfaction watching like Harry Potter fans be mad about Cursed Child because it is canon uh like technically and seeing everyone be like no it's not it's not canon to me makes me laugh because I 
I, I just had that I had that same kind of reaction to book six <laughs> and seven. Um, right, exactly. like, this is so this bad. Is, this is what you get. This is what you get. Finally, the <laughs> the Overton window has been <laughs> has yes. been shifted. So yeah. like I, I I couldn't give a shit about this because I think six and seven are so god awful that Voldemort and Bellatrix having a baby off screen just doesn't affect me at all. That's just like a, one thing to add to the pile of stuff wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm the real winner here. Mm-hmm. yeah the there there there's definitely a small amount of like this is what you get like <laughs> um for like repeatedly demanding more harry potter after after and also for like like all the people going like it's just fan fiction which one technically it is because jk like like broadly wrote the story or like approved the story or whatever but it's not written by her it's written mm-hmm. by to stage rights or... oh yeah and like the 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 criticism is even worse than that because it's like oh it it's like fan fictiony it's like i'm reading fan fiction it's like you are reading fan fiction yeah. that is literally what this is yeah you you are reading officially sanctioned fan fiction uh yeah. uh and it's like i don't know there's probably if if if, if you are someone who hates the cursed child because it like ruins the canon or whatever like you could easily find some there's probably some great fan fiction out there that's better if you would only go and read it and not turn your nose up at it i guess yeah and it's just like canon really doesn't matter that that much it shouldn't but um yeah what i want to know is excuse me uh why did they not just release a novelization of the play instead of releasing the play that is so weird to me and it's like it was i guess she was probably writing whatever like lethal white or whatever at the time or but like surely someone else could have done it if she was busy. yeah i would think so i i think about like how every time a star wars movie comes out there's like a novelization release of it you don't just get the screenplay i know that's different because it's a movie but i don't know i just feel like that would be way more accessible and enjoyable to a lot of people yeah it's yeah i feel like like the story is probably not good like they time travel three times and they like go to a star trek enterprise alternate history thing where voldemort (laughs) won um but at the same time it was probably compounded by the fact that it was like like reading a play is just awkward if you're not into reading plays Mm -hmm. i'm not no so um I do. Can we talk about the the blanket scene a little bit? Yes, 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 please. <laughs> um, so part, one of the the like central conflicts, um, from what I know, and I have not read it, and I have not seen it, so uh, take this for <laughs> you know with a grain of salt. But from what I understand, one of the central conflicts is between Harry and his son Albus, and Albus is having trouble at school because he he's sort into Slytherin, I think, and. And it's tough because he has a like a very famous father who also defeated Voldemort. So so he goes to his dad, Harry, and it's like, uh, you know, I'm having a really tough time at school, like dealing with, uh, you know, my name, me being a Potter. And Harry says, <laughs> like, oh, here's the here's the blanket that I was wrapped in. Yeah. 
like, like, like uh, I, I, sorry to hear you're feeling bad, champ, about like having to, you know, live up to my name or whatever. Here's a blanket that I was wrapped in as a child. Like, what the fuck, dude? Here's an artifact of my very famous past. I hope this helps. And so, and so, Alvis like throws the blanket. Is like says, you know, I mean, he's eleven in this story. And he says like, I wish I wasn't your son. And Harry says like, I wish you weren't either. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I wish you weren't either, which is like, holy shit, dude. And then he goes back to bed and like, I guess G this is where like the big scene where Ginny shows up or whatever. And like, Ginny's just like, oh, it'll be fine. <laughs> like, like what? Like, like, hey, oh, honey, why are you still up? Oh, I was just like disowning our son. Oh, he'll get over it. Like, come to bed. Don't worry about it. Like, what the? Just How sleep on it. <laughs> sleep on it ever cooler heads will prevail after you've told our son that you don't want him <laughs> uh so yeah harry is a terrible father in this in this play just awful i mean i guess he is only like what 35 or whatever in this like he has he had kids yeah early i, I feel like this Every probably wasn't intended but i guess it would be reasonable for him to be a terrible father it's it's one of those things where like on paper i'm not I'm not against it. Like if, if you came to me and said, Hey, I wrote a story about Harry struggling with being a dad. I'd be like, I mean, can't relate, but sure. That sounds, you know, that's a, that's an interesting story you could tell. <laughs> uh, but the details of this just seem bonkers. Yeah. Like, yes. like I, and like, I guess this is a problem with the series movie as it goes on in general, as we might find out as we read, but like, it, this continues the problem i have where like harry doesn't seem much like a character like mm -hmm. like everything i read about this is it just feels like it's not a story about harry not being a good dad this is here is a story about a character in just this play not being a good dad like it doesn't there's not much about it that feels like about harry i guess yeah yeah like Ginny Ginny shows up to tell him it'll be fine and then like later i guess she blames him for it so like really proactive parenting Ginny as well on her, on your part yeah good, um, good job everyone we've got we've got involved. separate timelines we've got yeah you know, Voldemort's baby just all good stuff I'm sure we will eventually read this right like we have to we have to we will get there um we will we will go see the play and we will love it and we will become converts that's that's my prediction yeah Real quick before we move on, there's also a part where uh, Draco Malfoy comes to Harry to ask him help combat the rumor that Voldemort like slept with his wife or whatever, and Harry's like, mm, "No, no, I cannot help you, Draco. <laughs> I cannot help. Sorry, Draco, this one's on you. I'm not gonna help you. Like, okay, sure, <laughs> good. We will we will get there eventually, but we uh, we have we have a long road ahead of us, starting with wait, what's that? Can you hear that in the distance? Oh, it's here. It's here. It's time for Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Would you like to, uh, <laughs> after this lovely song is finished, <laughs> would you, uh, would you like to, uh, walk us through the first two chapters? I would love to. Um, sadly, we're going to have to wait for chapter two for for this to really pop off, but I will start with oh, chapter yeah. one, which is titled The Worst Birthday, and this will have a pretty short summary because I gotta say, this chapter is mostly exposition. 
<laughs> so at the beginning, we get a little bit of a tense kind of life at the Dursleys again. Uh, breakfast scene, you know, we're, we're kind of getting more of like the Dursleys are uncomfortable with Harry because they know he can do magic now. Then there's a long, like, exposition sequence where Harry kind of reminisces about what happened in his life in the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, and then there is a dinner rehearsal because Vernon Dursley is having a, um, is trying to do a business deal. And so Mr. and Mrs. Mason are coming over uh, for this little dinner party. So he's hoping, hoping to like kind of, to seal this business deal with them. Um, there's some more exposition where we learn that Harry hasn't heard from Ron or Hermione and it's his birthday and he's feeling very sad and sad that he's with the Dursleys and just pretty upset. Um, Harry's out weeding the garden. He threatens Dudley with some fake magic. Um, and then the chapter ends with the Masons arriving for the dinner party. You, so you mentioned here that there's like some reminiscing here. <laughs> Let's be clear. The entire plot of the first book is uh, recapped for us I, over the course of a couple pages. I decided to be nice and say reminiscing. <laughs> um, I, I'm sympathetic to this in that, like, if you imagine the way that children read books and then it's like, OK, I got the first book. And then maybe, you know, a few months later, you get the second book, I guess. And you've forgotten we uh, but yeah. from, my, from like our perspective, we read the first one, picked it, <laughs> picked it apart, like as much as humanly possible. And now like Harry is telling me exactly what happened in the Sorcerer's Stone again. So, yeah, we got a uh, we got a question on Twitter the other day oh. about um, like someone someone a listener was asking us like, hey, like my sister or brother their sibling had read this uh and said that they had never read the first one because it's not necessary which i thought sounded a little weird but whatever i was like you know i guess i guess a lot of people do say that this book is like a refined version of the first one but then i read this and was like okay you could absolutely have picked this book up and you get the entire book here in the first chapter uh there's not really much left out. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I, I don't think that you even get you even get <laughs> a breakdown of the Quidditch rules. We heard that. I am so I am gonna I'm gonna lose it if I get Quidditch explained to me one more time. I'm gonna <laughs> lose it. I I do not like. I, okay, let me find the quote because it's like he's think, he's just like think he's like I wish I was at Hogwarts right now with my friends and my magic and even Quidditch. Six tall goalposts, four flying balls, and fourteen players on broomsticks. Like yes, thank you. Uh, I know what I know what Quidditch is. <laughs> no more. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think that we'll if you see. if you hadn't read Sorcerer's Stone, I think that you could read this and I, I <laughs> pretty reasonably keep going and not miss too much, you know. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm still like I don't know why you would skip Sorcerer's Stone. Like I think it's a fine story and if you're reading Harry for fun, then it's yeah. reasonably fun and and good and I don't think it's like a huge time investment. Um no. I I like I'm not saying you should skip it. It's just now I can see like mechanically how one could, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. And I guess if you're not uh like a like a big reader then that's totally reasonable 
Yeah. So yeah, so we we learn all about Quidditch again. Um, but I, I we get some real good Dursley scenes here. Yeah, I I can I continue to love the Dursley stuff. Um, which again is is funny because I hated it as a kid. Um, but just all the like imagery. Um, aside from the deadly fat shaming, which goes a little too far in this in this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm think. not wild about not wild about that. I did I did laugh at the. And this is more just because I'm extremely online, but the <laughs> the massive sun thing I thought was pretty funny. Like, yeah, Dudley is a large adult son. Um, but other than that, it gets a little, yeah, yeah. a little, a little much. Yeah. But we we do get like just the the really great like slightly weird satirical stuff of them like rehearsing the dinner party, which is so funny to me. Like the, um, where is it the line what, what is it dudley says that like makes aunt petunia cry with pride about her uh, <laughs> oh yeah so so son. yeah so everyone remembers the scene because of harry's line where he says like i'll i'll be up in my room making no noise and pretending i don't exist uh but the actual best line in this whole thing is is that um vernon asks like um you know do you have a compliment for mr mason and dudley says how about we had to write an essay about our hero at school, Mr. Mason, and I wrote about you. Oh, it's so good. It's very funny. And Petunia, um, I think the like following line is that like Petunia and Harry like like had like reactions to it and Harry had to like hide his because Petunia is like crying because she's so proud. Um, yeah, that was great. Yeah, the 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 Dursley stuff just continues at least so far in this book to just be like perfect spot on uh like satire of like a conservative British upbringing. It is very funny. Uh I also really like the uh, like so it was weird reading the first book and having it end on the line uh like you know the the Dursleys don't know. I I can't do magic over the summer. I did not realize how big of a plot point that was actually going to be here. It's it's really funny. Yeah. Um. I, I, Harry says some like I think like in a couple of times. Oh well, at, when at the breakfast scene, like the first scene, we say he says to Dudley. Um, when Dudley asks him to like pass the bacon, he says, say the magic word. And then the Dursleys mm -hmm. freak out. And he's like, no, I meant please. And that's, I, I liked that that's a good. lot. Um, yeah. And then he says like, yeah, hocus that... pocus or something to Dudley. And so even though when they're in the garden, the, yeah, they're like fighting in the garden. And, and he says like, hocus pocus squiggly wiggly, which is really good. Um, throwback to, hey, throwback to Snape saying hocus pocus. But like, like, oh, yeah. that was um and like harry has a real good zinger here uh when because because dudley's taunting taunting him about it being his birthday uh -huh. and you know he comes up and says i know what day it is dudley repeated coming right up to him and harry says well done you finally learned the days of the week which <laughs> brah, like, real good. some real good uh, uh harry zingers already in this chapter yeah thank you harry he's he's in he's in fine form to start uh book two but honestly, this yeah. chapter was just like uh, summarizing the plot of the first book. 
summarizing the uh, yeah summarizing the first book we get a little taste of, we, we basically get the setup for like what's going to happen in chapter two when a certain someone appears uh and he sees he sees the eyes in the garden um when after after dudley runs away uh and then do you do you have anything else to say about chapter chapter one here or shall we shall we set up what what's what's happening in the last paragraph here um what's in the last paragraph chapter one well of chapter one <laughs> harry crossed his to his bedroom on tiptoe slipped inside and uh turned to collapse on his bed but then the trouble was there was already someone sitting on it uh, i wonder who it could be he's here <laughs> he's it's here. time finally time it's finally time for dobby uh it's been a long you know you skip sorcerer's stone and you get right to dobby yeah which i feel like you have you have to earn your dobby that's true yeah it's if you're going to if you're going to indulge in something <laughs> you should probably earn it <laughs> it's been so long but but we're finally here chapter two dobby's warning also in this book uh horrid little illustration of of of, of dobby here i have to say he's very scary he, he is a little bit scary i'll do our our quick summary and then we can we can jump into yeah. talking about dobby so um so I, we left off from the the first chapter and you know dobby is in harry's room and dobby is warning harry not to go to hogwarts something terrible is going to happen um he kind of explains uh what a house elf is and um he uh admits that he has been uh intercepting harry's letters um and it's just like harry you know don't don't go back to hogwarts you know there's dark dark stuff going on this year and harry refuses to agree so uh dobby says well if you're not if you're not going to to say you won't go to hogwarts i'll make sure you don't go to hogwarts so dobby goes downstairs harry follows him um and dobby levitates uh petunia's pudding that she made for the dinner party and drops it um the dursleys think that he that harry did that because dobby has disappeared they think that harry's done magic um harry receives a letter uh from the ministry of magic saying like we detected a hover charm at your residence you know you're not allowed to do magic if you do it again you'll get expelled the Dursleys find out that he's been kind of having having them on this whole time about threatening them with magic. Um, so they put bars on his window, lock him in the room, put a cat flap on his door for food, and he's stuck there. Um, and he kind of has has a little bit of, of time, like feeling sorry for himself. Um, you go into like a kind of a dream sequence. Harry wakes up and sees Ron at his window. And that's the chapter. A lot happens in this one. Like, yeah, kind of. This moves. This moves a lot faster. Like after that kind of expository first chapter, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, what are your first impressions of Dobby? Um. I I I enjoy this chapter a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh. I I like his introduction here. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Um. This is going to be another thing, just like the first book, uh, the first book's world building, where like 
I like Dobby in a vacuum here. I I know where this is all going and how bad it is. <laughs> so um and like there's I mean there's stuff like just even the name House Elf is just like mm, maybe oh. don't. Um yeah. Um um but I but like I I similar to the the way I enjoy the Dursleys is like this weird um like twisted satirical like portrayal of like british life i i like that dobby also has that very like roll dollish feel to me here like all the stuff of him like punishing himself uh and like the, the random things that like set him off like the the things that he considers huge acts of kindness from harry i thought are really funny mm -hmm. uh harry having to like act very humble around him or like not even acting like, like he's just being harry's just being like nice and kind of like clearly very annoyed and dobby is still taking it as like this, this great kindness or whatever like like dobby's like extreme earnestness is very funny to me yeah i, I think that the like start of this is very cute like i think what what kind of sets dobby off uh, like <laughs> uh originally is this very like funny moment where harry is confronted with this like very scary magical creature that's in his room and the first thing he's like you know gets dobby's name and is like okay do you want to sit down and it's it's like that that like politeness is very cute from harry and, and dobby you know yeah. guys because no wizard has ever asked him to sit down before yeah no one has ever asked treated him like an equal or, or whatever it's like it's it's it could be really bad and i think it does get really bad eventually like when the spew stuff starts but like it's goofy enough here that i'm not squicked out by it i guess yeah it's very cartoony and it's like all of like his punishing himself just kind of evokes like a cartoon violence kind of feel to me especially since he's kind of described like a cartoon because he's you know yeah funny slave is a very 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 <laughs> bad thing to, like like that is just a, a that is a no-go zone i i feel for it for for storytelling uh and it, this does get there eventually but like here it's it's whimsical enough and like divorced enough from the concept of like like the actual slavery that happens in the later books as opposed to like here you just sort of see like okay maybe he's like a like a butler you know yeah. like that's that's more i think that's i think that's the divide here well like like without the context that will come later um where we find out the hell cells are like an entire slave class this this reads more to me as just like a very put upon butler or something which to be clear i'm not saying like having butlers and like you know help is like a good thing but it's it's definitely not as like yikes as as what the house self stuff eventually becomes you know yeah this kind of squares it on this like this individual who is dobby um although i, I do yeah. think that like kind of an omen of things to come and, and again like this isn't like that on you like uh, again i'm not saying this from like an in-universe perspective because i think it's fine that harry says this in this moment but i i do think it is an omen that like harry's objection is not to Dobby's like inherent like magical bondage as much as like oh your master is mean that sucks 
Yeah. Yeah, that's sign of things to come. But also he's like, you know, he's 12. And also, I guess here here's the thing right here, here and now in this chapter, Dobby is basically shitty Jeeves is the way I <laughs> is the way I, 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 I picture it is like he's just kind of he's he's a he's like a butler who works for a bad guy who is doing his best. Like that's kind of more the vibe I get here than what eventually becomes the truth, which is like weird slave class. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that that's the problem with that line from Harry for me, at least is that like, I I can understand from that perspective of like Harry, who's 12 is, is empathizing like, and, and he does, he relates it back to his life. He's like, wow, they, like your masters sound worse than the Dursleys. Like that sucks. Um, if that wasn't the context for how house elves are going to be treated for the rest of the books, which is like house elves can <laughs> have nice masters. And it's like, uh, kind of mm-hmm. uh, like, Oh, Hogwarts is nice to them. So slavery is good. Um, then I wouldn't care, but I, I feel like it's just a little bit concerning. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I, 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 I like him here. Um, he's funny. He's got some really good lines and the, I, I forgot that he, I had completely forgotten that he was kind of an antagonist for this. Book. Yeah. Like I, uh, his, he, he's like a very puckish, uh, character. And I, I somehow just complete that had completely slipped my mind. Yeah. Um, I think I like read something on the Reddit at some point where they were, someone said like, like DAE, like notice that if (laughs) if Dobby wasn't in the book, nothing would change. Like, like the the plot would be the same, like nothing, nothing would change, which I I think is a a dumb way of looking at it. But um, yeah, that's a weird, it's kind of true. I mean, like, I mean, it's not because he wouldn't have closed because I think, I mean, spoilers. So he's going to close the like way to the train and they're going to take the flying car and all of that. But it's if it is like, yeah, the 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 core conflict would be the same. He's he's an obstacle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he makes he makes he kind of like makes plot stuff happen that would happen a different way without him. Yes. Yeah. Which I, I, I can see that for sure. I don't think that means that dobby should be deleted it's it's, it was just like a a funny comment because it's like it's like the writer could have written this book differently it's like well yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, get a shower thought this book could have been different (laughs) yeah thank you um i think i do think there's some there was a line here that i highlighted just because it, it it made me remember so we got the like breakdown of the first chapter or excuse me in the first chapter we got the breakdown of the first book Mm -hmm. right uh there's the line Dobby drops here of Dobby heard tell, he said hoarsely, that Harry Potter met the Dark Lord for a second time just weeks ago and that Harry Potter escaped yet again, which made me realize Harry Potter killed a guy a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Like, just 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 again, just throwing that out there. Harry Potter killed a man and like, sure, Quirrell was a bad guy, but like they don't really they don't dwell on that so much, I guess. Harry's fine. Harry's fine. He's ruthless. He's ruthless. He will kill Professor. <laughs> I mean, he he does have a Horcrux in his head. Maybe he he's yeah. He's just a desensitized. Up. 
<laughs> a little fucked a little up. Twisted. A little twisted. I I thought the thing that I think is strange and but also don't care about is that um the Ministry of Magic detected a hover charm, and I I think it's interesting because like how self magic is supposed to be like different, um and like different but powerful. Um, so I do think it's interesting that it was detected as like a wizard spell. Yeah, I does the house does the house of mount magic different thing like does that pop up in this book or is that a later retcon um i'm not sure i'm going to list the um the magic that house elves can do according to the wiki are you ready okay i'm ready i am so ready for this actually apparition levitation of an object all right tampering magic Ah. disarming and magical blasts. Okay, I don't want to alarm you. Uh-huh. Those sound like all the normal spells that wizards do also. That sounds like most of the wizard spells. Magical blasts. Magical blasts. I love a good magical blast. You know, they you can only get it at Taco Bell, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, sometimes it's worth the trip just for the magical blast. <laughs> yeah, so that's just some, some house elf extended lore. Although I think all that yeah. is taken like from the book. I, I'm pretty sure the magical blast is from um, when Dobby blasts Lucius Malfoy. Hell yeah. Which might be a flippendo. Puts him on blast. <laughs> Hell, oh yeah. We put, you, you go, we got oh, to keep an eye out for flippendo. Uh-huh. It's, it's in here somewhere. Um, there's also some really good Dursley stuff in here. Uh, the Japanese golfer joke makes an appearance oh here uh there's this is a hotly debated thing online i guess because there are as far as i can tell two widely known japanese golfer jokes and one of them is about pooping and the other one is about sex so neither of them are very nice i guess I th- yeah um, I, I i think i kind of like this line because it um just because like obviously it doesn't matter what the joke is because it's like vernon is being casually racist and telling like off-color yes. jokes and that's like uh, that's I, I like that a lot um yeah it's a great li- it's a great line that he just comes in and, and like declares that harry has ruined his japanese golfer joke. Like, <laughs> yeah i will I, I am going to put my flag in the camp that i do think it is the sex joke you think it's the sex yeah, one um yeah uh the wrong hole joke i could see it i i i could see it i'm not i'm not anti vernon dursley telling the the wrong hole joke Mm -hmm. um uh to me the the facts coming through version just seems like stupid and not enough like it's not even a joke like so the the, for for people who do who don't know what we're talking about the the, the version uh involves involves Poopin is uh it's a, what's a German a German golfer an American golfer and a Japanese golfer and the the you know on the on the first hole the American golfer puts his thumb and his pinky to his face and says he's using American technology to take a phone call then the second one I don't even fucking remember what the German guy does. And then the third on the ninth hole, the 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 Japanese guy goes into a bush and starts shitting and says facts coming through. Great. They're really fucking there, there's no joke there really. It's just like here's three here's three things that aren't that aren't technology. Um Yeah, I yeah. Vernon. That do just better. seems like a 
like like that to me my my and to be clear the movies make it canon i guess it's the it's the pooping one because he says we arrive at the ninth hole or whatever in like a transition scene i I definitely read a version of the sex one where they arrive at the ninth hole oh okay all right all right i I think i I think that line can be an either um i i think it's the sex joke there was some like really angry like reddit person like saying like there's no way that vernon would say this like horrible sex joke in front of his young son and i'm just like are we reading the same book of course he would are you kidding yeah like that's that's not my objection to it it's more just uh, my 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 thought here is like which one had jk rowling probably heard Mm. and i think like the one i the one i had heard a bunch like just through osmosis was the was the facts one uh the wrong hole one was new to me but the i could see it like Vernon dursley's a shithead of course he would tell a dumb joke around his family <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't think that's a huge stretch of the imagination and also like the point is that he's already being like casually racist around his family i think the, the least i'm just like <laughs> yeah oh no a sex Vernon Dur- yeah like Vernon dursley wouldn't go that far and like also to get like into it and like to be fair we've also been doing this right now on this podcast but like to get into a heated debate about it is really funny because <laughs> really this is just a th- this is a joke that was slipped in here for the parents reading it to the kids i feel uh-huh. like you know this is just a little something something extra uh so like it's it's whatever you want it to be really yeah i didn't remember that line at all so i must not have picked no. that up as a kid that's it's 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 cute uh if if there's another japanese golfer joke that we've missed uh i guess talk around it on twitter at us because i don't want you to tell us a japanese yes, j- golfer joke babe. Not, but i but if you can explain it to us without telling us the joke um <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. that'd be great yeah if you yeah, if you could, if you could, in the least racist way possible, uh, make us aware of other Japanese golfer jokes, let us know. Um, <laughs> That's a tall order. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's this is this is this chapter is kind of one of those things that like does everything I like about Harry Potter. Like the there's just a lot of good character interaction stuff here. Introducing Dobby, Vernon being weird, uh, like the the as aside from the fact that the school probably shouldn't have considered it was harry doing the the charm like the i think the actual plot set up here like having this happen uh and having the the dursleys realize that he's that he's been tricking them this whole time i think all that stuff plays really well like this is a a good uh like a good amount of action happens here that i i like yeah i i totally agree with that um I like the kind of I I like the stakes of this chapter a lot. Yeah, and like the 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 pivot with Dobby too. Like I um I I really empathize with Harry getting angry at him over stopping the letters. Like that's super fucked up. Um uh and like I I can see, you know, it's one of these things where like I can see both why Dobby would feel like this is a effective way to like, you know, help Harry, quote unquote uh i also completely understand why harry would flip out like like a a lot there's a very there's a very condensed chapter in terms of just like amount of like you say stakes and like um like emotional things at play here i guess that that is is really nice Mm -hmm. 
I did find it interesting because so, Do- so Dobby's like foreshadowing the plot, right? He kind of he says, um, you know, I, he says there's a plot, Harry Potter, a plot to make most terrible things happen at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry this year. Dobby has known it for months. Harry Potter must not put himself in peril. He is too important. And I'm very curious what he knows about the diary. And I'm feeling very like a little bit out of my depth because I I feel like the whole diary thing is a little bit convoluted in that it like Lucius Malfoy gives it to Ginny and I like I'm more confused only in that it is a we find out that it's a horcrux later yeah and to be clear I'm I'm racking my brains here and I guess this is just the like I have not read this book in a long time thing Mm -hmm. Dobby 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 is genuinely working in harry's favor here right like he is he is going against lucius malfoy to tell him this stuff yes okay that was what i i could not remember if this was a part of the ruse or whether this was earnest on dobby's part yeah yeah he he's being earnest um unless unless i have forgotten something critical um which is is totally possible since i've gone on record to say that i've read the sixth and seventh book like once Mm -hmm. ever um, but I, but I'm pretty sure he's he's earnest here. Um, I, I just I guess I'm curious to find out more about the diary because I think it's str- strange that it's a Horcrux and it's like I don't really quite understand like what Lucius knew about it like because I think that it was all a big like I think he was just like this is a like the Dark Lord's like artifact and it's powerful but I don't know what it is I guess I'll give it to this eleven year old hope that something happens (laughs) yeah not 100 percent sure what lucius's plan is here but um i guess we'll find out i guess because i don't yeah i don't think that i think that if if he knew anything he probably just knew that it would help voldemort because like as far as far as i know like tom riddle's ghost in the book or whatever just wants to do the same thing that voldemort did in the first movie right it's just that it, he'd be in the back of Ginny's head instead of quirrell like that's the whole goal here right yeah I, yeah because the like soul part is he's like trying to reconstitute his yeah body or whatever so so yeah why i guess we'll find out right now i guess we're speculating on things that we might find answers for in like one or two readings but like yeah i'm very much just like what's the What's the goal here, I guess? Yeah. On on Lucius's part. Yeah. Um I do want to do some kind of wider health health talk. I know totally. I know we've talked a bit, but I do um I went on the Harry Potter wiki to read about house elves. And that's when I found out they do magical blasts. Um <laughs> but I was also reading about like the or like what JK Rowling might have like based house elves on. And um there was one, there, there were two things, and one was, um, and tell me if you've heard of this, because I've heard of neither of these, and one was the brownie, which is supposedly, like, an English, like, oh, yeah, 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 um, for a second, for a second, I thought you meant, like, the Girl Scouts, and I was like, uh, I know, <laughs> based on Girl Scouts, um, Dobby's always trying to sell you, uh, Thin Mints, um, yeah, <laughs> and, and that one, like, didn't fit super much to me um but the other one was like supposedly like a french um folklore um and i'm probably going to 
butcher how this is pronounced. Um, it's like phonetically spelled like farfadet, but it might be farfadet since it's French. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is, is that they are um, uh, like creatures that will kind of come on their own to help out like farmers with their like chores and things that don't get done kind of in the same way of like elves help like helping the cobbler in the night Mm, so so this is like a like a a, they're like a blessing right like can't get everything done on the farm and then this creature comes and like picks up after you or does the chores that can't get done um but they're super ugly like they're wrinkled and they're gross and they wear gross clothes um and so, like, as a farmer, you're, like, super happy that you've got this, like, creature to help you out. But the worst thing you can do is try to give it nice clothes because they get so offended that they'll leave and never come back. Huh. Okay. So I'd not heard, I'd, I'd, you know, I, I heard of brownies. I'd not heard of this thing before, but that that fits, I guess. Yeah, I, and I read this and I thought to myself... This would work so much better if the house elves were like benign spirits that like come to like worthy houses to like help them out and do the chores because they're like like helper spirit guys, yeah. but don't don't give them clothes to offend them. But instead we have this like bizarre like magical slavery. They love to be <laughs> slaves. It just seems so unnecessary. Yeah, that's really interesting though. I'd not I'd, I'd never heard of that thing before, but like that fits completely and also would be a much less awkward. And, and like Dobby definitely has that vibe here too. Like, like he's one of those that just like happened to f- get in- involved with a shitty family or whatever. Um, yeah. That, that, I like that. That's interesting. I did not know that there was a, that there was a, a basis for this. And I, wish that it was the base or the basis moving forward i guess right like i think how much better that would be if like hogwarts is like such a magical great place so it attracts a lot of these like little little guys that want to help out um yeah that that would be a lot nicer and like less like yeah less weird i guess than this like the fact that they're like a a class of beast or or something it's a little yeah yeah we saw like a super fucked up poster that's apparently a prop from the Fantastic <sighs> Beasts movie. It's like the New York training school for elves and it has like a list of like things to teach them so that they're I, good at like housework and I find that I mean it's already fucked up, right? Like it's already it's already horrible, but like this idea that like they also have to be taught to do these things just Yeah. Is, yeah, uh, the, the the implication being that it's not even remotely like part of their magical nature or whatever is that's one of those things where just like i wonder if someone working on the background art just like didn't think about the implications there or or something but it's it's nasty i don't like that at all yeah um there's some there's some great stuff in the background of fantastic beasts there's also the the uh owl bombers uh owl owl squadron thing (laughs) we talked about a few episodes ago there yeah We'll, we'll yeah, it seems it. like there's a lot of good good prop prop stuff that then kind of like makes it into like canon as in like the wiki will make a page for it as if it's like it's very real in the in the lore yeah which i guess it is so yeah i uh dobby 
Dobby being a what's it Farfaday Farfadel I Farfaday Farfaday yeah I I like that um I'll have to look into that because that that's all that's a lot easier for me to swallow than than the concept of like wizard slavery that has been like like culturally beaten into them i guess yeah i i'm i'm like still a little bit unclear as to the nature of house elves i'm I'm not like a part of it in this chapter is that they 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 cannot rebel or leave or escape or like they are magically bound right like that's the clothes thing yeah i don't know it's so i guess it's I it's it's presented but also dobby is already stretching that which i guess yes. is which is i guess where i was wondering like whether he was had ulterior lucius mo- motives or something but i, I think you're right I, I think he is being earnest here mm-hmm. so, yeah. anything else about chapter two um i'm glad that harry remembered his dream i was i was like we got to the dream sequence and i was like is harry gonna not remember a fucking dream that happened in past tense again um but it's okay he 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 only forgets relevant dreams relevant to the plot (laughs) dreams yeah ones that are just like symbolic representations of the previous chapter uh those ones are fine to remember just can't remember ones that are like important exactly i thought this chapter was good and i um I'm excited to get into the burrow stuff because I remember that being a lot of fun. What about you? Do you have any uh, uh, closing thoughts on this chapter? I don't think so. Um, glad, glad to be with Dobby. Glad to be with Dobby. Um, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're have gonna... so much, so much Dobby moving forward. Oh yeah. Uh, more but, after uh, this more after oh oh fuck all right that's right uh i guess let's take a break and then come back with some we can indulge in some more dobby can't wait Welcome back. Um, I have said in the past that the Shrieking Shack has our finger on the pulse of the Harry Potter community. Damn, um, it's true. It, it is true. And um, th- no more than this. Like, I, I am ready to answer the community's needs. Um, Hell yeah. And the people have questions and they, you know, want discussions about uh, the characters in Harry Potter and JK Rowling. She just, she just can't answer everything. Right. She won't answer me when I ask her on Twitter, what does Snape have for breakfast? Exactly. So it's time for us to answer the call. Hell yeah. I have scoured reddit.com slash r slash Harry Potter, I think. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And, uh, Decided to check out uh, the kind of, you know, burning questions that uh, Redditors have about our favorite new character, Dobby. Hell yeah. So are you ready to to uh, do this community service and uh, <laughs> and see see if we can. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was born. I was born ready. Good. Um, so I'll start. So I'll start off with a softball question that we can kind of kick around. Yeah. Yo, how did Dobby know where Harry lived in Chamber of Secrets? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're off to a flying fucking start here. Yo, Uh, how did he know? Uh, well, okay, hang on. He's, he's Lucius Malfoy's elf, right? Yes. So he probably, like, Draco Malfoy is probably 
bothering him about how much he hates Harry all the time, right? Yeah, I would I would say so, especially uh, after first year. Yeah, he probably probably just looked looked it up. I don't know, well, but he lives with the Dursleys, so I guess he couldn't have like looked up in a phone book Harry Potter or something. So maybe hmm, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you know, I think this is a complex question because we know that um Harry's house is under the Fidelius charm. We don't know yet, we don't but know that we do yet, find but... out later that that is yeah. true. Um, and someone is the secret keeper, although I couldn't tell you who. Um, or maybe it's not under the Fidelius charm, or is it just like blood magic? It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. There's something yeah. that's making it hard to find Harry's house. Yeah. Um, I think that Dobby looked it up in the phone book, though, because here's the thing. Wizards probably don't, you know, probably aren't in the phone book, but the Dursleys are. Yeah, that's that seems to that would make the most sense, I think. Yeah. So. I, I'm going to go I'm going to go with you looked it up in the phone book. Look, um, yeah, looked it up in the phone book. I guess what this this book takes place in what, 1992, 93, 93, uh, something like that. Maybe he hopped on to like a bbs and like asked where harry potter lived and like waited waited for the dial up to to kick in and and waited for someone to let him know maybe that maybe that way but uh, i'm gonna go with phone book probably yeah i don't know i i mean we we talked about how maybe lucius malfoy has a vcr so they watch oh, that's like right. <laughs> um so maybe he also has a telephone and dobby just called random numbers until he got the dursleys and then asked them where they lived <laughs> he uh he followed the oh i guess you know you know what he probably could have done i hate to like give like a a like real lore answer here but like he probably <laughs> he probably could have like asked an owl or something or like followed an owl like owls know where are everyone you, are lives. you trying to are you trying to suggest that dobby can talk to owls i'm fucking <laughs> hell yeah i am suggesting that dobby can talk to owls <laughs> add, add that add that to the wiki of um household powers household spells can talk to owls <laughs> although i guess honestly that makes sense because how else is dobby apprehending these letters yeah oh see that that's right i'm right he's 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 <laughs> he's getting a letter so unless he's like got a trampoline in like lucius malfoy's backyard that he like jumps up and snatches the letters out of their claws like he's probably calling him down and being like Hey, can I have those? Where does he live? <laughs> um, I so for these posts, I'm probably not gonna typically read the like body of the post because it's Reddit, so they're like super long. Um, yeah. but I will say that this one that I just read is like, is there some magic health elves can do that I just forgot about or something? And the answer is yes, they can talk to owls. <laughs> one down. We've done it. We've solved it. We've done it. Um, so this next one is a little bit more introspective. Okay. Okay. All right. Am I the only person in the history of Harry Potter who likes creature more than Dobby? <laughs> uh, uh, I, will read the, I will read the body of this post, though. Okay. All I'm saying is he is totally badass. They tell him, they tell him go find this dude, and he comes back like chokehold style on this guy like four times <laughs> his size. I'm not saying I dislike Dobby. I'm merely pointing out the fact that Creature is pretty legit as far as completing kidnappings go. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Um, 
So I, at first I was going to say, yes, you are the only person in the history of Harry Potter who likes Creature more than Dobby. However, that is a compelling argument. Yeah, I can't really argue with that. Creature, um, creature, can, fucking, <laughs> creature can power bomb a guy from the top rope. That sounds pretty cool, I guess. Uh, is he like John Wick for house elves? Like, like he, yeah, he, totally like, badass is what you're saying. Yeah, he's totally badass. Don't set him off. Um, yeah. So, so I would say uh, until I heard this, yes, they were the only person in the history of Harry Potter. But now I think I might be on their side. <laughs> I will remind you of the YouTube video that we watched when we went on our watch all the videos of like Harry Potter toys and things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was that one delightful video of that lady that was showing off all of her creature toys and saying that he was an underrated character. Oh, that's right. That's it's, true. Although this might be this poster. We, mm -hmm. we don't know. I, pretty, I'd say given our track record of like finding weird connections between Harry Potter fans, I'm going to say that is them. <laughs> all right so case closed case closed Creatures no longer totally... no longer the last the only person <laughs> it's totally badass okay so here's a question this, mm -hmm. is a, this is a lore question can dobby produce a patronus oh shit uh oh shit it's right yeah uh so i guess that's not that wasn't in the list of accepted elf magic that we saw no, but, it's not. But we but, did learn that he can talk to owls, so what else can he do? Yeah, what else is he hiding in that weird head? Um, <laughs> um What would his Patronus even look would it be Harry Potter? Would it just that, be like see, a, that's the that's the real question here, because like that's the secret hidden question. Yeah. What is Dobby's Patronus? Yeah, what what if he could, what would it be? And I'm gonna say it's a big a big burly looking harry potter that comes out of his his i guess he'd snap his fingers he wouldn't have a wand yeah he snaps um, his fingers and he makes a makes he a makes silver a, harry potter a silver a big burly silver harry potter who will powerbomb creature in an epic duel that sounds pretty good <laughs> that's extremely weird <laughs> uh, what do you what do you well what do you well hey <laughs> so, so easy to criticize <laughs> what do you think his patronus does <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I I just I didn't say that I thought it was different. I just think that it's extremely weird. Okay, fair, yeah, true. Um, I, I yeah, because I don't think we've seen Dobby have like much of an affinity for like any animal that we what know of. What do you of. need? What do you need to like have? Like, can are there like some like spiritual requirements to like have your patronus like don't you have to like experience loss or no you or... have to you have to be able to experience pure happiness so i would have to assume that like here's the deep lore um dobby is the only house elf that can produce a patronus because um he's the only house elf that has like experienced the joy of freedom okay yeah that makes sense okay so I, he'd he'd be able to um or maybe, maybe he experiences the joy of talking to owls. Um, okay, yeah, so I'm going to say that, that yes, he can, and he should, even. Yes, I, I agree. I'd love to see that. All right, Very we solved good. that one. This one 
is a thinker because this one we're going to have to try to figure out what they're trying to ask. All right. Parentheses. Question. (laughs) In a, quote, real life, end quote, situation, how could Dobby be freed by his master if he was a house elf, a.k.a. slave? Here's the here's the body of this question. What would Dobby have to do? I have suspicious that really his master is he who shall not be named. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> okay, so I was sort of following like the the question in the title is like can I think what they're asking is if if Lucius is Lucius Malfoy <laughs> is Dobby's master. Uh-huh he can't unwittingly free a slave. I think that is the question he's trying to ask here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, now I'm not so sure after hearing the body of the question, because now I'm, I have no idea what they're asking. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm suddenly like, are they, are they uh, trying to say that Voldemort is Dobby's real master? And therefore how could Lucius have freed him? Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like now because i was like i was sort of following i was like okay lucius is his master and like a master probably can't in a real life situation like you can't rules lawyer your way out of uh out of slavery True. uh that's that's what i think they're asking here because because lucius accidentally gives him a sock or whatever mm-hmm. so i was following there however what okay he who must not be named (laughs) his is the is the real here yes the real master um we have to we have to assume based on this information that harry is wearing voldemort's old socks (laughs) right that's well well, hey (laughs) there was the ghost of tom riddle there maybe he took a sock. Oh, from from Tom Riddle's ghost. He's wearing like a like a ghost sock. Yeah, he's got like a an astral sock that, <laughs> that he took from from the ghost of Tom Riddle. This is this is a huge huge thing we've uncovered. This is might be the first shrieking shack theory. Is that is this Dobby our was freed, Yeah, if Dobby was freed with a ghost sock, an astral sock from from the beyond yeah dobby dobby serves voldemort and wears a ghost sock i love it okay we figured it out you're welcome to reddit user sub-zero baby (laughs) (laughs) uh jk rowling step it up because yeah we're we're plowing through these we are knocking them out um here's a good one discussion how old was dobby uh, um, uh, good question, I guess, because I don't know. Do we know how long house elves live? Do we uh, know? N- not that I know of. Uh, cre- I mean, creature. Okay, creature looks like an old man, kind of, right? So I guess they do really age. So Dobby's like, he looks a little bit younger than creature. He's not quite as wrinkly and like hunched over. Dobby is, uh, he's youthful. We know that yeah, about him. He's got he's got an exuberance. Uh, exactly. Um, okay. So we answered that question. Um, this one I'm going to have to read the, the the like subject and and the body of this this post. 
Got it. Because the, the subject is question about the house elf Dobby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why does the Malfoy family don't take him with them to help carry the bags in Diagon Alley? <laughs> are our elf even permitted there? Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, can you read the first part again for me? The the why they why the Malfoy don't even I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read the whole thing over again. Please do. Question about the house elf Dobby. Why does the Malfoy family don't take him with them to help carry the bags in Diagon Alley? Are elf even permitted there? Um Oh fuck. That's so good because Well, okay, we don't know that they didn't take Dobby to Diagon Alley. We only saw uh we only saw um Draco in the robe shop, which I think you wear the robes out, right? Like you're not bagging him up or anything so like maybe lucius uh and dobby were off getting the solid gold cauldron you know we don't we don't know that they didn't take dobby yeah and i think this is looking ahead a bit but i think we're gonna see the malfoys again in diagon alley in chamber of secrets um i'm gonna go ahead and say that um because you know the malfoys um don't want to carry their bags Right. Obviously. I can um, I can get behind that logic for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna guess that uh because house elves have like the apparition magic that Davi probably pops in and out of Diagon Alley with the bags. I yeah, that sounds that sounds logical to me. I, I think that, that that makes sense. Um and as for like whether elves are allowed in Diagon Alley, I don't see why they wouldn't be unless do you think the goblins have an ancient rivalry with them? Maybe the goblins are why they have to be slaves. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's like they cursed them or something. Yeah, there's an ancient goblin elf rivalry, and that's why the goblin rebellions are more problematic than uh, than you might think. You might yeah, think th- that it's... Yeah. This is some problematic deep lore, for sure. Oh, oh dear. Oh, we've made it worse. Oh, oh no. Oh, jeez. We've, we've ruined this one. See, you win this. this is the thing, though. Is this is what J.K. Rowling does. We've yeah. done it. We've done it. Oh, now we are. Now we've. We've made it we've, worse. Oh, we've made it worse. We we are the J.K. This, this time. This isn't as easy as I would have thought. Shit. <laughs> okay. Well, we answered most of them without without it. Uh, yeah. Well, we've well we've still got more. So. Good. Good. Okay, we can redeem ourselves. We have an arc. Yeah, we do. Um, and this there's no better um. Uh, one to redeem ourselves on as this which is thankfully not a lore question but it is i call my wife dobby sometimes harry potter as in the subreddit any thoughts Uh, here's here's the body of this uh, after i watched harry potter series i start to call my wife parentheses stay at home mom dobby and she's not happy any thoughts oh fuck dude don't do that this is a this is a little reddit relationships crossover this post is, this is great because i think he might already have the answer but going to reddit to uh, to seek further advice i feel like if if you give someone a nickname and they don't like it you probably don't need anyone else's opinion on it so just looking uh, for some thoughts 
just looking for some thoughts. Did, did anyone offer any good thoughts? Does anyone like this? Let me find out. It might take me a moment because I it, have to load, load the page here. After watching Harry Potter movie, I start calling my wife Dobby. That's that's my favorite little B song. First, I watch the movie. Then I call your wife Dobby. Oh, here's here's a good a good post with nine points, nine, nine Reddit points. OK, Dobby is a boy. You should be calling her Winky like the rest of us do. <laughs> uh, wait, excuse me. <laughs> uh, we we all call your wife Winky. <laughs> oh, oh God. Um... <laughs> Does she call you creature? If so, then it's all good. Oh, that's good. That that would even it out. Okay, exactly. I'm on I'm on that person's side. That's okay. It, it's cool to call your wife Dobby as long as she calls you creature. That's the law. Yeah, that's the law. Uh, don't call your wife Winky. I'm gonna throw that one. That just a piece of advice out there. Don't call your wife Winky. Don't call her Dobby. <laughs> Unless she calls you creature. Yeah. All right, I do have some more, if you would like. Please, please, please. I we're we are we're doing a service to the community this is this is blessed yeah uh this is a very wholesome post we get to contemplate on the nature of a relationship okay why does dobby love harry oh uh that's because harry is nice to him that that one seems that one seems like it's answered in the text i don't know if jk or us needs to weigh in on that one to be fair Dobby did have a fondness for Harry before he met him. A little bit of a hero worship. That's right. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess like not, not to give a completely like serious lore based answer here, but like if, if, he's, <laughs> if he's working for a family that's clearly involved in Voldemort stuff and, and this kid, you know, is like the, the ticket out of Voldemort problems. Yeah. I could see why he would respect Harry so much. Yeah, I do. I do his, think it is. His hero. I do, do think it is strange the kind of like unwavering loyalty that we see from most house elves. Yet Dobby yes. seems to not have that. But I think, and I don't know this for sure, but that might be the whole point of his character. <laughs> <laughs> just, just something to think about. Just putting that one out there. I'm, we're yeah. only two chapters into Chamber of Secrets, so we'll see. You know, um, yeah. I think it looks like my last two for today okay. are a little bit, uh, you know, community based, uh, which okay. I think is a good thing to end on. Good. How come when characters like Mad-Eye die, people are sad, but when characters like Dobby die, people are hysterical? <laughs> uh, what? Here's, here's the body of this. Like in movies, when people die, it's no big deal. But once a dog dies, all hell breaks loose. Oh, wow. This is a lot to unpack. It uh, sure is. So, uh, first of all, Dobby is not a dog. Dobby, <laughs> Dobby can talk, um, has, has like complete sentience, has free will, um, uh -huh, not uh -huh. a dog uh second of all <laughs> um 
I mean, I guess it's tr- people do lose their fucking mind over the Dobby death scene. Uh, uh, to be I, fair to people losing their mind, they they did make the Dobby death scene the climax of one of the movies. Yeah, I was gonna say, when, doesn't doesn't Moody die off screen? I didn't even know that Moody died. I th- I think until that, I read this, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like Moody dies after like the big broom chase thing, and they find out he dies because they all get back there or like back from the, the chase and like, oh, Moody didn't make it. Like I'm I'm pretty oh. sure. So maybe, one, I don't think we even get a chance to really mourn for Alastair Moody. But second of all, yeah, the the Dobby scene is is the climax of this huge movie, and it is shot like a music video. So I yes. guess that's probably a big part of it. But also, like, Dobby's cute. Like, there's... They sure like, could have made him cuter. That's what I think. Yeah, he looks a little weird in the movies for sure. But just like the I don't know, the idea of like a little elf pal, like that's that's cute. He's very yeah. loyal to Harry's like there's that word again. There's loyalty. Like the, the Harry Potter fandom loves loyalty. So we loyal sure do. Harry Potter character dying who is very loyal, that's like the ultimate sacrifice. I will also say that like we didn't really know Moody at all. As well, a character, yeah, m- most of who, well, most of Moody we get is Barty Crouch Jr., right? Like, yes, yeah. So we don't really see him all that much as Moody. Moody's um, kind of a big joke. Yeah, because it's like, like he has PTSD. Haha. He's a, yeah. He's paranoid, Funny. and he walks around, and he look according to to online his his eye can like search through clothes or whatever so that's kind of weird so like i don't know he seems yeah, a little yeah. yeah yeah um i i feel like this this question like comes with this like like uh not so hidden judgment because it's like wow you care more about the loss of a dog's life than a human's life and it's right. like I, I guess it's like sadder like the concept of a human dying is sadder um but also it's a movie and also dobby is not a dog dobby is not one dobby is not a dog and two like if we really must make the dog comparison i think usually when a character dies or like when a character like moody dies it's because they made a conscious choice and a dog is a dog and can't and it's just sort of sad that it gets involved in in people problems um yeah also dobby is not a dog uh, he is a <laughs> he is a living, breathing character with agency. Uh, um, so it's not like a dog dying at all. Now, Dobby may not be a dog, but Dobby is also a dog because many people have named their dogs Dobby. That's just, true, and their and their wives. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> you know why? Why? Why everyone gets sad when when dog die but not wife? <laughs> Dobby is a beloved character. Yes. Um, however, not in this next question. Oh, this no. is going to be my final question. All right. Ready. I'm, so- I'm sorry for this. Um, All right. Hold on. Do I need to? Do I need to warm us up here? Do we need to? <laughs> do we need to get get some hype music here for this one. Yes. Ready? Yeah, because we're going to need to be ready for it. Thank you. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. This this question is brought to us submitted four years ago by abominable turd man <laughs> and this flare is 
Big ups to Snape. Fuck yeah. The subject, and this is going to be like a little bit of a long form one. Okay. The subject is just, is innocent. A question about Dobby. Here's the body of the question. Okay. Why doesn't everyone realize how much Dobby sucks ass? I am rewatching. <laughs> I am rewatching the movies. I just started Chamber of Secrets, and I fucking forgot he makes his first appearance in this one. He's not a good character. He's not a good character, and he's a fucking ass clock with no redeeming qualities. With no redeeming qualities. Why does everyone think he's good? I think he's a bad elf. Oh God! Oh, there's so much here. See, First of all, and this one, this is the question that J.K. Rowling's never going to answer. So this again, community service. Um. Okay. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> ass clock is so good because I can't tell if they just like put two random words together or if like they autocorrected ass clown like. <laughs> When I first read it, I was like, did, I was like, did they mean to type ass cock? And I'm like, that's not a thing. Like, I, I don't, that's not a thing. Um. Uh, so like, yeah, first of all, ass clock, deep lore there already. Um, <laughs> but I love the, the reasoning, like the only reasons listed here are, is an ass clock, sucks ass, isn't a good character which it doesn't really give me much to work with in terms of like what this person actually dislikes about Dobby, but I, I respect their passion. Uh, I do too. Um, I will say like a little, you know, you can't look at this question with me, but at the very end part where he says, why does everyone think he's a, he's good. I think he's a bad elf and bad elf is ca is capitalized. Like <laughs> bad, bad elf. elf. He's, he's a, a bad elf. I mean, I guess um, he technically is cause he's, you know, he's disobedient. He, he actively does dislikes his master and wants to leave. So I guess in, from that sense, sure. He's a bad elf, but that's what if here, I'm just throwing this one out here. What if to be a bad elf is actually to be a good elf? Wow 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 right wow yeah. yeah um from my perspective the jedi are evil that's right from my perspective the jedi <laughs> are ass clocks um i i love this question because just like a peek behind the curtain for all our listeners when i was uh looking for these questions all i did was type into the subreddit dobby question <laughs> and i love how just like innocent this subject is just a question about Dobby. Question about Dobby. He sucks ass. He sucks ass. <laughs> uh, I I could not disagree more with this poster. I've I've never I've never felt such uh, distance from a true Snape head. I know it's it's upsetting. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I can respect. I, I will respect. Like I said, I respect their passion. They they clearly have something against Dobby. What are the What are the responses like here? Let me find out. I, I will say, like, my theory about this this poster is, like, every time they watch Harry Potter or read it, they re-experience it for the first time. And so, like, <laughs> and so, like the, like, Chamber of Secrets, um, like, oh, I'm watching Chamber of Secrets, and, I'm, like, I'm, boy, boy I get, well, they, they mentioned They mentioned that this is the, uh, the first, or, like, they, um... Uh, they forgot that he was in Chamber of Secrets. So, like, maybe this is just some, like, Sisyphean nightmare where they have to watch all the movies again and re-experience their Dobby anger. 
with each each viewing. Yeah, but all that all they were like they just know the community loves Dobby and it just enrages them. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a good response, and I'm gonna try to try to read this as best I can. Reddit user the real Ted Bundy says in response <laughs> to this post, "You suck as a human being." <laughs> Shit Eagle responds to that. Why? Because he thinks Dobby sucks. The real Ted Bundy says, yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> um, somebody who deleted their Reddit account says, I don't think Ted Bundy should be judging people. Ted Bundy <laughs> says, true. careful, don't make me kill you too. <laughs> so, uh, so, some good discourse discussion about this question. Really fucking good. Um, first of all, gotta say, um, thank you, Ted Bundy, for standing up for Dobby. Ted Bundy uh, loves Dobby. Ted Bundy loves Dobby. Um, I do agree with the person who says that Ted Bundy sh- probably shouldn't be judging. Um, uh, but just, uh, and I'm surprised that Ted Bundy has internet access, I guess. Uh, I am also surprised. It says, it says he's the real one, so like, you know, no, no lies detected. Yeah, uh, there's another post that has the like highest number of Reddit points, which is only seven, and I don't think that's too many, where they just list Dobby's virtues. Seven? Did you just say seven? 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 Seven oh, sorry, Reddit sorry. points? I didn't I didn't hear what the what 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 was their comment? Oh, they just listed Dobby's virtues, like all the good things Dobby did, like in oh, response. Okay. Boring. Uh, boring. Um uh I and abominable turd man responded to this person and i am like struggling to even understand this comment i don't know who jakes is but it says yes but jakes could have written in a character oh jakes Jakes. oh that's 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 so good how have we not used that before right uh yes but jakes could have written in a character that didn't suck ass to do all of that thus freeing up dobby to be pummeled to death Ah. upon his first appearance (laughs) oh fuck okay so is it just it is it just like Dobby's aesthetic that sucks ass? Like it's, it seems he, like it's everything about him. Just, just everything, everything about Dobby sucks, sucks ass. ass. About Dobby, that's you know, like I said, I I gotta disagree. I do not think Dobby sucks ass, and I do not think he's a total ass clock. But no. but uh, this is a marketplace of ideas, and it I sure I, is. I I respect the real t- what's it the turd man abominable turd man abominable turd man uh i respect the turd man's opinion <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the shrieky shack position is that dobby is a good elf not a bad a good elf. elf but you know i may not agree with what the abominable turd man has to say but i will defend the abominable turd man's right to say it <sighs> thank you that's very brave no uh, one say this podcast isn't brave yeah we yeah this is this is a real podcast for real snape heads mm-hmm. uh and real uh real free thinkers yeah i agree um so that wraps us up for our um kind of dobby community community questions and discussions uh you're welcome jk mm. picking up the slack yeah come on so maybe Maybe uh, put the Niffler toy down and start answering some <laughs> of the the fucking uh, fans. Why don't you? <laughs> Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. <laughs>
Uh, very good. So we're we're out of questions. Uh, and uh, what are we going to be reading next week? So we are reading chapters three and four for next week. Chapter three is called The Burrow, and chapter four is called At Flourish and Blots. Ooh. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. We're going to the store. Like my mm-hmm. favorite Carly Rae Jepsen song. Hell yeah. Our theme music is Hot McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Check them out on Bandcamp. Um, if you would leave us a review on iTunes as well, we would much appreciate that. We also have some exciting news. We are starting a Patreon. Um, we are going to be doing bonus episodes uh, once a week. We're going to pick a topic and do... We're going to just sort of like, for now, I think, pick whatever. But we might start like, I don't know, maybe put like throwing out some ideas and having people vote on them if they if want to do so. But our first topic, I'm very excited about. We are going to be covering the satanic panic of the uh, early 2000s surrounding Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. We have watched a lot of insane video footage uh, and, read, <laughs> and read some great articles about uh, about why Harry Potter is going to send your kids to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are looking forward to putting that up and we hope you will join us for that. But, uh, you know, regardless of how you feel about Dobby, whether he's a bad elf or a good elf, whatever kind of elf you are, I would implore you to please read another book. Please read another book. Deep in London's beating heart lies a wall A locked door it be If you know the call For if the wall steps aside Be not afraid of what you see Cause the wizard world has opened up As has the griffin's dream Mm-hmm, that's right Cause you'll find all shapes and sizes If you go into the dream But there's a lady Makes ocean raw seem tame Better know what you're after If you catch a eye Cause this hot mama Is just a cat in disguise